Welcome to the Spiritual Teamwork Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crenshaw. Welcome back. This week we're talking about why God seems absent when we pray. Last week we talked about making time for God and how we could set aside more time throughout our day to pray and open ourselves to God. But what happens when God appears not to show up? When I was doing the introduction for this podcast, I talked about knowing what it's like to feel like you're praying in a vault, and not only absent from God, but shut off from the world too. I can say this was an absolute low point in my life. I wasn't praying because I knew God wasn't listening, and I stayed there for a couple of years. This week, we're back in the book Beginning to Pray by Metropolitan Anthony Bloom, and in the first chapter, he helps us see why sometimes it appears as though God is not present. The first thing Metropolitan Anthony reminds us is that prayer, first and foremost, is a relationship that is deep and can't be forced either on us or on God. You know, God loves us no matter what, but our relationship has to be tended. Think of it this way. If you've met someone you like and you want to establish a relationship with them, you make plans to get together to get to know each other better. And the same is true with God. If we really want a relationship, we will spend time with him. And like a relationship with a friend, there will be times we show up both physically and mentally, and times we show up physically, but mentally we are just going through the motions. If we have to work at connecting to people we can see, how much harder do we think it will be to connect with a God who lives in us, but we can't see? But just like building a friendship, we don't give up at the first sign of struggle. We don't just expect a relationship to happen. We make time to cultivate and grow the relationship. However, if we don't feel like we connect with God on a regular basis, we may give up on Him in a heartbeat. You know, let's face it. If we're really honest about our relationship with God, He has a lot more to complain about than we do. The next thing Metropolitan Anthony says is that meeting with God is always a moment of judgment for us. Not in an eternal sense, but a personal sense. Who wants to show up and be judged every time you show up? But that's how we are. Our lives need to be examined. Think about the Israelites when God wanted to show himself to them. When all the people witnessed the thunder and lightning, the sound of the trumpet, and the mountain smoking, they were afraid and trembled and stood at a distance and said to Moses, You speak to us, and we will listen. But do not let God speak to us or we will die. You know, that's us. That's what we do all the time. We want somebody else to tell us about God. We want a secondhand God. But God knows everything about us. And there may be times when we don't want him to show up because of an unaddressed sin in our lives. We think we can hide from him and we think we can fool God. But we can't fool God. He knows us better than we know ourselves and wants to give us a chance to search ourselves and repent before he shows himself to us fully. As an Orthodox Christian, I attend confession with my priest on a semi-regular basis, but I also have two accountability partners who I can trust and can be open and honest with. Unlike most people believe, confession isn't about punishment. It's about drawing us back to God. The priest doesn't forgive us. God does. But God knows that when we share our burdens, they become lighter. In the book of James, we read, The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. 
Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. Confess your sins to one another. Pray for one another. We can't pray for each other if we don't know what we're praying about. You know, I know a lot of people both in and out of orthodoxy who say they don't need to confess to anyone else. They can confess to God and he forgives them. And that's absolutely true. But the thing I've learned over the last few years is that I can lie to myself. I can always justify my behavior. I can justify my righteous indignation. But when I'm talking to someone else about my behavior, they can help me carry it just a little. If we're truly honest with another person, it cleanses us, and we begin to get truly honest with ourselves and God, and the relationship grows. The third reason God feels absent is because we need to ask ourselves, do we really want God to show himself to us? What Metropolitan Anthony is asking is, do we want a relationship with God, or do we just want something from God? When the car breaks down or someone we love is sick, our prayers become fervent and passionate. We really want God to see how passionate we are about the issue at hand. Let's look back again to the Israelites. In the book of Judges, they loved God and trusted him when they were about to be attacked, but then soon forgot him when the danger was gone. That's us. At least that's me. So much of the time I don't really want God. I just want him to make me feel better or answer an urgent need I have. Jesus was treated this way all the time, but he doesn't get tired of it because he knows we're needy people. But this is not where we need to stay with God. Christ wants a relationship with us. It's okay to be passionate about our needs, but we can't mistake that passion for a passion for God. If we want him to show up for us, we have to show up for him, not just when we need him. So what can we do? The fact is that our feelings can be deceiving because God is never really absent. He just feels like he's absent, or at least it feels like he's absent to us. In the book of Jeremiah, we read, Am I a God nearby, says the Lord, and not a God far off? Who can hide in secret places so that I can't see them? Do I not fill heaven and earth, says the Lord? And in Acts, when Paul is talking to the Athenians, he says, From one ancestor he made all nations to inhabit the whole earth, and he allotted the times of their existence and the boundaries of the places where they would live, so that they would search for God and perhaps grope for him and find him, though indeed he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As even some of your own poets have said, for we too are his offspring. And in the Orthodox Church we have a prayer to the Holy Spirit where we affirm that God is everywhere present and filling all things. God is always near to us. He's always present with us. And he wants for us to search for him. So how do we begin to be present with God? so that he can be present with us, let's go back to what Paul said. In him we live and move and have our being. He is our everything. Metropolitan Anthony says we have to start being open and honest, understanding that we're sinners and we need God to change us. We need to become weak so that he can become strong in us and through us. And he says this, the kind of weakness which means being completely supple, 
completely transparent, completely abandoned in the hands of God. We usually try to be strong and we prevent God from manifesting his power. We also have to want a relationship and not just our needs met. When we give up trying to force our agenda on God and abandon ourselves to him, we will learn that he has been here all along. Part of us and knowing us better than we know ourselves. One of the reasons I talked about chapter 4 first is that I think we have to learn to make a time for God to give ourselves to him. Obviously, the editors of the book didn't agree, but that's a different subject. So if you would like some ideas on making time for God, you can listen to that episode or read the transcript on the Spiritual Teamwork blog page. You know, I hope you're encouraged by this. I'm just like you. I get it. I want God in my life, and that's the one thing that I've always said I want more than anything else. And that's what I pray for on a regular basis, that he would have more of me and I would have more of him and less of me. All right, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. If you do like the podcast, please subscribe or follow along on Twitter and Facebook. We'll see you next week.